Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 264, and today's topic is power, the original power. Because Force has returned, Power Book 4 Force, and before we get into um, the new season, I wanted to revisit Um, The original Power, Season 6, Episode 13, titled It's All Your Fault. I wanted to do a Tommy episode from the original Power just so we can kind of dissect and see where he was at before he got to Chicago. So I thought that would be fun. And I had been talking about I wanted to recap an OG Power episode um, for a while. So I said before we jump into season two and see what Force is doing this season, let's go back and revisit where Tommy was at right before um, the original series ended and they did the spinoff. So we are going to be recapping season six, episode 13. The description reads, Tommy is on a path to avenge Lakeisha's murder. Elisa Marie investigates what's on the USB stick given to her by her father. Tommy must destroy the evidence and he might need ghost help to retrieve it. And this was one of my um, favorite episodes um, from the season, um, this episode here and this is where Tommy kind of stood out and we seen you know how he was going on his own path so we're gonna get into it dissect it down you know what I'm saying scene by scene like we do over here on this platform and then after that I will drop my recap for uh force season two episode one as always, if you need to get in touch with me, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. As you know, you can inbox, DM, or email me if you have any special recap requests, with that being a TV show, a documentary, a music album, a movie, or um, one of the new things that we're doing now, a new segment has it aged well where we pick um one television show one episode from the 90s it has to be an episode from um that aired between the years of 1990 and 99 and we can compare it to today's uh time and see has it aged well so it doesn't matter what show it is i can do every genre i love everything 90 so if you have any special requests hit me up um you know you can get in touch with me either way you know it could be email dm or um inbox um or if you have anything that you're working on i would love to share some love to you and spread what you're working on if you have any businesses that you're opening up or have um you know going on right now any brands that you're working on any music anything just you know let me know so i can shot uh, shot you out and that's free of charge because i love whom loves me and i love to spread love back so you know you guys can always get in touch with me and if you just want to say what's up and that's cool too if you listen to the podcast on spotify can you please hit that follow button it helps your girl out in tremendous ways and while you're on spotify make sure you check out my music playlist they're all under Shanice Loves. Just type that in. One will populate. Click on that picture profile. It takes you to the rest. I have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. So on that note, we're going to get into the show and let's talk OG Power season six. It's all your fault. Episode 14. Let's get into the show, y'all. I need this one mic. 
Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit T Booked It. T B B O O K E D I T. Follow them on Instagram on Instagram. Or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. Name is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. Because between Ghost and Tommy, they were brothers. And when you listen to that song, he's talking about, y'all know all Pac, it's always Pac for me. Always. You know, that's that's my favorite artist of all time. Um, his, his music always took you there. You know, you always felt that passion. And the dynamic of the friendship between Ghost and Tommy, they were more like brothers. Um so I wanted to just revisit an OG episode. Uh, when the original was on, I was not podcasting at the time, but I watched it faithfully. And we do so much in the power universe. I've been meaning to recap older episodes and just had never did it. And I thought this was the perfect time. And I'm also going to do it for uh, one 
Power Book 2 Ghost Returns. We're going to pull the episode where I think Tariq stood out. Um, and I think that'll be fun as well. Even when Raising Kanan, we'll pull one out where Kanan was older and where he stood out and add that to the show. I think that'll be interesting and fun to do. I am really enjoying doing the 90s episode. So once again, if you guys have any uh, suggestions, let me know. I'll pull an episode. It just has to be from the 90s. Um, preferably if you can find something like on, um, I have Hulu, Netflix, uh, Prime, Peacock. Um, I have most of the streaming services and most of the reruns are on there. So I'll just let your girl know. But back to the topic. This is um, when we were trying to figure out who shot Ghost. And it was like, um, kind of, if you if you know the old school soap operas, the old school dramas, who shot JR off of Dallas, it was just done just like this, where you had to figure out uh, who shot JR for a few episodes. And um, that's what they did towards the end of Power, the last six episodes. We had to wonder who killed Ghost. Was it um, Dre, Tate? Paz, um, Tommy, and then we end up finding out it was Tariq. So it opens with um, Tommy. He's getting rid of um, Benny's body, who he killed too easy, by the way. I always complained about that. I hated how they bigged up Benny's character like he was about to be all badass and you know he was going to be no joke and he just went down a little too easy. I don't know if they had to hurry up and rush and rush up the segment, but I always thought Benny went out too easy. And that is something that Power does. They will bring in these big badass characters who we are think is just about to be big bad villains and they just go down like a piece of you know like a kid stealing out the candy store it just makes no sense on how they big him up and when benny came on the scene we thought okay proctor got a badass cousin everybody loved proctor i did of course proctor was a fan favorite and we like okay he's you know trying to go the legit way he's dirty in his own way but we see he comes from a, a mob family so we knew he had backup but benny just went out too easy for me so um, we see crazy ass Kate. <laughs> Kate is definitely a fan favorite. She's picking up Tommy while he's in his EMT cover. Cause remember Tommy too big spanky. They all, uh, had got into the EMT business so they can move their product. And that was more like a cover up. He had to get rid of, um, Benny's body. So Tommy tells crazy ass Kate that ghost killed Lakeisha and she takes him home to comfort him in their own weird way. I swear, they always had the most weird relationships to where you didn't know if they was uh, mother and son or lovers, okay? <laughs> so in the next scene, we meet Aunt Dolores. And she is portrayed by Debbie Mazar. I love her. And she always was an, she's, she's an amazing actress. I loved it, her in Goodfellas. Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies. I also recap that on the pod as well. But. But um, she just went so great in this whole scenario here, like in the mob family. Uh, she's the tough ass aunt. She don't take no shit. Like she just fit this role so perfectly. And I love little Elisa Marie. I thought she did an amazing job as well. And I thought they could have just made that whole family have its own spinoff as well. So we see by the end of season six, Elisa Marie, she has experienced a lot of loss in her life. She's lost her mom. She's lost her dad, um, Proctor. And she's also lost 
possibly in her eyes, they don't know for sure yet, but she's already knowing something is wrong with Uncle Benny. So, Undolores is worried, but, you know, trying to save face for uh, Lisa Marie, and up pulls Vincent and his crew. Now, she is like, listen, she's trying to play play tough and save face for Lisa Marie, but when, um, when Vincent walks in, she is like, where the fuck is Benny? He did not come home. Something is wrong. And Vincent assures her that he had nothing to do with his disappearance. Now, Uncle Carlo, he hasn't been contacted yet. So Vincent is trying to hurry up and handle this before um, their Uncle Carlo finds out, which is really... Um, Dolores's uncle, not Vincent's, but you know, all of the, the families, especially, I don't know if they're trying to do it like they're part of the five families, they're all connected uh, to where they all have to answer to the, the you know, it's a, uh, what do you call that? It's a, it's a ranking. So Vincent is probably like, probably a made man, but not one of the, the bosses. So <clears throat> we see Tommy is at Kate's. He's telling her that he's thinking about moving to California. And Kate is like, California? You can't go to no damn California. Where the fuck am I going to get my cocaine from? <laughs> That's all she care about. So as they going back and forth in their weird way, on the TV, we see Ghost has left the Tate campaign and he will be the up next running mate and you know ghost is on his way and tommy is gets pissed off like you know he always you know gets away with everything he always gets what he wants i didn't lost everything i didn't lost keisha i didn't lost my business so he is just pissed off at the world and pissed off at ghost seeing him on tv just like he's not ghost you know so he runs out the house ready to kill Jamie, a.k.a. Ghost, a.k.a. future governor. And we see Lisa Marie. She's listening to the tape that had a lot to do with a lot of downfalls towards the end of the series with the tape that Proctor had of um, Tommy killing a Fed agent in his home. So uh, Aunt Dolores comes in and talks to her, you know, reassures her, like, you can talk to me, feel safe with me. Um who is this? And Lisa Marie opens up to her. She tells her that she recognized the voice on the tape and it's from Tommy. Uh, he came to the house a few times. He's a big white guy. He's scary. He scared Proctor. She could tell, you know, Proctor was scared of him. And Undolores insists that they go tell Uncle Carlo about it. But first they go see Tariq look grimy ass. And yes, I did say grimy because I love Tariq now, but when you go back and watch the original Power, you realize that a lot of the stuff that Tariq goes through, he brought on himself. Tariq was very grimy at this time. <laughs> so they go and see him. And Elisa Marie, she is kind of naive. She's still a kid. She's very wise, but still a kid. And she trusts Tariq. And Aunt Dolores is not buying a thing She he has to say. She's sitting there watching him carefully and peeping out everything. And Tariq, he listens to the tape. Like he has no clue, you know, he like, I don't know who this ghost is. And Tommy, I never heard of him, but you know, you should let me take this tape. I should let my mom listen to it. Lisa Marie like, it's okay, Aunt Dolores. Tariq is my friend. <laughs> and my favorite part is when Miss Aunt D, she was like, no, Tariq is not your friend. <laughs> she like. 
because she peeped it out quick. And sometimes you need outsiders who can see things from the outside to tell you like, okay, you putting all this trust in this person. That is not your friend. Us as adults sometimes need to hear that. Like, no, baby, that is not your friend. And Aunt Dolores called it out and said the tape stays with us. Bye-bye. <laughs> so Tariq gets up because he said he, run, he wasn't running that game on Aunt Dolores. But he goes straight to Tommy and tell Tommy everything. And Tommy is like, where did you say this little Proctor girl staying at again? So now we see Tommy is on his way, but not before he stops to go to the Club Truth next. And, you know, he goes in there and the, you know, the drug dealer ghost is up there giving his campaign speech about how to make New York great again. I mean, Jamie St. Patrick was putting it on, what is he? By this time in the series, Ghost had became so arrogant, I couldn't stand him. And um, one day when we have time, I would love to just dissect Ghost's character from season one to season six very slowly and carefully. Because Ghost was a very just different type of character. Um Amari played that role, and I can't see anybody else playing it. And, you know, I went through phases where I, I, even early on, I went through phases where I liked the ghost, but then I didn't like ghosts. But me personally, I always rooted for Kanan to win. I was more, yay, Kanan go, <laughs> more than ghosts. And if you guys want to talk about that one day on a separate pod, that's fine. You could come on and debate me. But I always was more of a Kanan type girl uh, because Ghost was full of shit and he was selfish to me. But by the time of the end of the series, I hated Ghost. He had became just unbearable to me. And uh, he's up there, you know, giving his speech. And um, Tommy marches, you know, out and he runs into Blanca's ass. Now, at this time, couldn't nobody stand Blanca. She She's all right a little bit now on the newer Power, uh, power Book 2 Ghost. She's kind of more comical to me now. But in the original Power, Blanca was just nosy. Her and um, Sax was just all over the place. But Sax has always been one of my faves. He's annoying, but we need a character like Sax on a show like this. So she gives him Keisha's belongings that, you know, Keisha had on, had on her when she passed. And Blanca tries to get Tommy to give up ghosts for immunity. But if it's two people who ain't snitching, who's still alive in a power universe, that will definitely be Tommy and 2-Bit. So he... um. He ends up telling her, like, listen, you got the wrong one. I ain't rolling over on nobody. So, you know, Blanca being Blanca, she gives her a little threat about having a special pair of handcuffs for him. So Tommy leaves and he, you know, keeps calling BG back to back, leaving threatening messages on his phone about him being a snitch, not knowing that Dre killed BG the episode before. And Tommy finds the earring as he's going through Keisha's belonging and recognizes, hey, these are the same earrings that Holly stole from Tasha. So he goes directly to Tasha's new little apartment. 
And this scene was very intense and kind of hurt to watch, especially when it first came, you know, first aired, because I always loved Tommy and Tasha's brother-sister relationship. And I always loved on, no matter how full of shit Ghost was or what grimy move Tasha was pulling, how they always had each other's back when it came to the business and the family. So just to see them all at odds and seeing him about to kill her and her beg for her life it hurt me because one thing I can say, Ghost was full of shit as um, a husband and Tasha had her ways as well. For the most part to me, Tasha wasn't that bad. The thing that I could say Tasha did that just pissed me off in the livid type of way is the last episode when she set her boyfriend up to take them. Um, when she put the gun knowing he was a single father, he would had nothing to do with that lifestyle. That made me kind of hate Tasha in a way. That was one of the worst things she could have did. And she did do very stupid things, but for the most part, Tasha was okay. Um, but I always loved on how those three had each other's back when it came, at least to the business and the family, not so much the relationship because they both cheated. They both did what they did. But as far as just them three having each other back, they always went hard and they went so hard for Tariq, it brought all of them down. But uh, when this scene, this scene was very intense and, you know, she tried to show him the papers that Lakeisha had turned snitch and he wasn't, he wasn't trying to hear it. So my girl Tasha, like, look, if it got to go down like this, I'm just happy it's you. You make sure you take care of them kids for me. So she turns around so he can kill her execution style, but he doesn't. He calmly leaves. So it goes back to Aunt D, Aunt Dolores. She gets a copy of the disc that she made and takes it to Uncle Carlo. Now, it goes, goes back to Tommy, and him and Ghost meet up. We get a brotherly fight between Ghost and Tommy on the roof. These two always had the most epic arguments because they would be arguing, headbutt each other, get the punching, and still tell each other they love each other. Real brothers and shit. <laughs> and um, by this time, Ghost, he has no time for nobody. He has no time for his kids, Tasha, Tommy, nothing in his past. The only thing he cares about is becoming governor and Ramona. And I hated Ramona's character. Like, literally, I hated Ramona's character. I, I just, I couldn't stand her. When um the end of the episode, when it was Tate's episode, when his him and his solo episode and he got Ramona, I loved every minute of that. I could not stand her for some reason. So, um, you know, Ghost is on his rampage that he is, you know, saying goodbye to the past. Everybody got to let him go. Everybody got to let him go. He moving on to bigger and better things. And as they're arguing, going back and forth, and he's ready to come Mr. Politician Man and make New York great again, out comes someone blasting. And they, Tommy just assumes it's the Italians because, you know, of the stuff going down with Elisa Marie, but come to find out is Cedric the Entertainer and his son. We see a dead ass Cedric the Entertainer shot up. <laughs> and I remember when it aired, it was just so random. We just see his ass laid on the ground, shut up. And we like, hold on, is that Cedric the Entertainer? And we didn't find out who he was or who his character was supposed to be until the Tate episode aired. So we see Tommy is on a move again. He has escaped. He's in Kate's car and he rolls up on Dolores' house. He kills Vincent's punk ass crew, the security he left um, there to guard Lisa Marie, and he kidnaps her. 
Now, when he kidnaps her, Lisa Marie is trembling. And I have to say, this little young girl, she did an amazing job just showing that fear in her. Um, and she was straight on mute. She wasn't saying a word until he mentioned Tariq. And she's like, what? You know Tariq? <laughs> so he finds out it's another copy and it's in the hands of Carlos Savello. Now, Tommy really takes, you know, Lisa Marie to get watched by crazy ass Kate, who always claimed she wanted a little girl. And I'm just like, okay, we see how she raised Tommy. Can we imagine Kate raising a little girl? That is a sight I think none of us wants to see. <laughs> so as Dolores is telling Carlo and the rest of the mafioso family about everything, Tommy calls and, you know, he calls for the exchange and Vincent recognizes his voice and fills them in that that's um uh what was his what was his daddy name uh what was tommy daddy name i can't even think of his name right now but anyway that was his snitch uh son so teresi that was teresi's son so they like you let him in he was a snitch blah 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 so vincent and his crew go after tommy now kate she starts doing Lisa Marie's hair, talking too damn much, telling everything about the whole crew. <laughs> and Lisa Marie is putting everything together and realizing it's all connected, that Tariq does know Ghost. Ghost is Tommy, uh, like brother. Ghost is uh, Tariq's dad, a.k.a. Jamie. She's just putting everything together because she's a smart little girl. And in walks crazy as Paz. And when I seen Paz, it cracked me up now that I realized that she was Gina from season one in New York Undercover. But I've been going back, binge watching New York Undercover. And now to just see her like, damn, that's Paz, you know. So she comes in begging Tommy to go kill ghosts. Now, Tommy takes Lisa Marie. He done dragged her from house to house to house. And, you know, by this time, she just used to being with Tommy. She ain't even scared no more. So they have a heart-to-heart -heart in a car. They talk about all the losses they've had, um, how both of their moms are addicts. And he starts to feel sorry for her. And she asks him about, you know, did he kill Proctor? And he's like, you know, what, what do you think your dad was really about? Do you really think he was a good guy? And we see a lot of character out of her. And at that time, 2-Bit is calling him. Now, 2-Bit gives him the 411, like, look, Dre killed BG. Dre did this. Somebody snitching. I mean, he gives him the old 411. Tommy didn't know nothing about. But Tommy still don't trust him because he locked up and he like, hold on, how the hell you calling me from jail, bro? So Tommy starts to put everything together with Dre, and he goes to see Tariq. And he like, little Tariq, this is all Dre fault. <laughs> we got to go help save Ghost. We can put the family back together. You know, you can forgive me. I can forgive you. We can quit backstabbing each other. And we can be a family again. Now, Tariq, again, Tariq, when we hear all of this empathetic feeling of how Tariq feel in the newer power, what did Tariq say? If that nigga Ghost die? That nigga dies. You know, Tariq didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and he like, you know, if he dies, he dies. Let Dre kill him. Now, we get to the next scene. And I'm not going to lie. This scene always irked my nerves. And when I say irked my nerves, it bothered me. And I love Tommy as next as everybody else. He has always been a fan favorite. 
but okay i just got done venting about how benny was killed too easy and vincent was not a fan favorite but he was supposed to be a leader of his crew they're supposed to be like the italian mob why the hell did they go down so easy i mean i get tommy is tommy but he is not the damn incredible hawk injected with that captain america serum like the way how he took down this crew it was too easy and just too unrealistic and like i said by that time they were wrapping everything up they really didn't know where they were going so they could have just been trying to wrap up the storylines but it was just too much it was a lot of action but that part was always always unrealistic to me on how Tommy survived this ambush with not even a goddamn scratch. So we get that unrealistic ambush. He kills everybody. Let's move on to the next scene because even talking about it, it still bothers my spirit. <laughs> so by the time he makes it to the club, he sees Dre and Dre is in a car and he walks into the club and we see a half dead ghost begging him to let it go because we can see Tommy sees the killer. But at the time when it aired, we didn't know who the killer was. And Ghost is like, let it go. Let it go, Tommy. Let it go. And Tommy is pissed. But we had to know it was somebody Ghost love, which wasn't too many people for him to be saying, let it go. And Ghost dies in his brother's arms. Because, you know, they had like that bromance. They had that brotherly love. That was his bro. And very sad. And that's the way they wanted to do it with Ghost dying in Tommy's arms. So the next day, Tommy goes to see Mama Kate. And Kate is livid. She don't even want to see Tommy. She don't even want a bag of cocaine from Tommy. Because she is mourning the loss of her favorite son, Ghost. And Ghost has left her some money so she can buy all the cocaine she wants. <laughs> and, you know, she gives him the envelope that um, Ghost left behind for him. So we see Ghost got his car back. You know, remember he shot it, shot the motherfucker up. Pow! I mean, just blasted that motherfucker after uh, Tommy killed Angela. And it was just shattered. So we see he got his he got his old school back and he getting ready to hit the road for California. And Too Big calls him and tells him who the snitch was. It was Lil Spanky. You know, and Spanky was definitely a fan favorite. Definitely a fan favorite. Um, so you know, he like, you know what, Too Big, you are right with me. So it, so it wasn't you. It wasn't you. It was Poe Spanky. you like, when you get out, holler at me. So Tommy rolls off. And who did he run into? He run into Spanky just as happy as he can be buying his little strawberry milk. Here you go. If I can play it without the dang on um, ads, my bad, y'all. Yeah, I know you too. You can't believe anything that he says. Let me tell you something. He sent that dude to beat up Keisha at her spot. You can't trust him. Maybe I can't, but everything you ever told me was true. And he ain't out. You are. Look, Tommy, I'm going to be straight up with you. I thought you flipped on us. You was the only one from the crew who didn't get wrapped up. You really think I'm going to shut down my own business, Spanky? To save your own ass? Hell yeah. Shit, I, I used to say fuck the police, but now I'm saying fuck jail. Shit, they was throwing life at me. But you know I ain't going to get on no stand, though. I figured as much, Spank. Just wanted to make sure before I move on 
Starting a new organization in a new place. Yeah? You going somewhere? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Where you going? You really want to know? Come on now. You know you got to tell me. All right. I'll tell you. But then I got to kill you. California. Damn, Spank. <laughs> he just pulled off. Spank the glasses shot up. Poor Spank. So Tommy goes to see Lisa Marie. And... And she gives him the disc and she, you know, tells him again, like, you know, I know you killed my dad. And he tells her, you might come back one day, you know, revenge might be yours. And we've seen a lot. I think in this episode, Elisa Marie became definitely a fan favorite. She definitely um, played that role and won over our hearts because we did love her dad. At least I did. Proctor and Proctor went out like a G. So Tommy hits the highway, and he is headed to supposedly California. Regulators, you regulate any stealing of his property, we're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. You gotta be handy with the steal if you know what I mean, Ernie Keith. Regulators! Mama! It was a clear black night, a clear white moon, Norma G was on the streets, trying to consume some starch for the eat, so I could get some phones, rolling on my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC, on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G, seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak, all of you search know what's up with 213, so I hook some I swear, every time I hear that song, it make me think of Above the Rim, with Tupac walking around with that razor in his mouth, looking so damn fly. <laughs> Regulator is definitely a classic by Warren G and the legend Nate Dogg. So we see where Tommy's head was when he was on his way to California, but made that pit stop to Chicago. And that's where we got him in Forest. And we will be recapping that next scene where season two is at. I just wanted to revisit the original power. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of Tommy towards the end of the series where he really stood out and we seen where his mind was at, where he had lost everything. He lost his girl, the love of his life, because he really did love Lakeisha. He lost, he lost his mind because she was pissed off at him he lost his organization he lost his best friend he lost his other best friend Natasha he lost everything and he went over to the new start and that's where we got force so that was my recap I hope you guys enjoyed it I'll be back on tomorrow for um force to episode 201 and we are going to do another segment of has it aged well from the 90s i will be picking a television show from the 90s i already have it picked out um that will come in the middle of the week and then i'll be on towards the end of the week for the 201 episode of force once again if you guys have any recap requests please hit me up i hope you guys have a safe and beautiful weekend a safe beautiful weekend a beautiful week protect your energy please stay away from anybody who is an enemy to your energy and just remember to put yourself first not in a selfish way but just remember that life is short it's very short so you want to try to do everything you can do to live it to the fullest the sky is the limit and you can do and be anything you put your mind to and that you're destined to be you just pray about it and you strive to be the best that you can be I do have a sleeper for you guys. Um, let's keep it old school. And I'm going to play 
some the locks in Timberland ride or die I need a ride to die, bitch. I push the Cadillac truck with my friends in the back. I need a ride to die, bitch. 
All right, that's that. Shade of Kiss. That's that. The Locks, Timberland, and Eve. Straight off of that old school Rough Riders. Um, that was my sleeper in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the Pod Father Joey. All right, you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for your support. Remember to protect your energy. Please stay away from anybody who is an enemy to your energy. I love you, and you guys can hit me up anytime, even if it's just, even if it's just to say what's up. Please be safe. I'll let you next time. You see, girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.